Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. And if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure that you like, make sure that you subscribe. I don't understand fans. And I say this with all respect because in obviously in some in some regard, I am a fan, right? I um, am a sports fanatic just by nature. Um, my life is surrounded by sports. I, um, I, 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 I many times say that, that I am the intersection of sports and arts and the culture. So I have to recognize that when I say that I don't understand fans. Sometimes I'm putting myself in that I'm putting myself in that category. I am adding myself to that overall that overall thought process. What I can't understand is how how fans have not figured out that athletes that the players are them they're just them on a grander scale we should always cheer for the players we should always root for the players because they are us right somebody is the quarterback at Panera Bread somebody is the running back at Microsoft. Somebody is the wide receiver at um on on the on the on the on the sheriff's in the sheriff's department. Somebody is the equivalent of an NFL player in their field at that time in some capacity, and yet we constantly side with owners we constantly side with the people who write the checks not the people who get the checks and i can't make it make sense like i can't understand it i don't get why fans are always so quick to dismiss players why they're so they're so quick to dismiss players while simultaneously bigging up the owners, siding with the owners. And the one place that I always see it come up, the one place that it never fails, where this always seems to pop up, is when we start talking about player contracts. Fans are quick to talk about what a player does and does not deserve. Not whether or not they should be on the team, because most of the times a fan will say, oh, no, I want him on the team, but he doesn't deserve. I want her on the squad, but she doesn't deserve. Why should it matter to you what they deserve? Why should it matter to you? Oh, is it because the owner told you, well, if we pay him this, we can't pay these other people? That's on the owner. 
That is on the owners. Ladies and gentlemen, let me let you in on a little secret. Um, and by the way, it's not a secret. Anybody can Google this information. This is not, this is not a secret. But let me let you in on the things that you don't pay attention to that you probably should. Who put the salary cap in place? Who put the salary cap in place? It wasn't players. They didn't collectively bargain a salary cap. The owner said, hey, we're putting a salary cap in or you guys are not playing. The owners had to put a salary cap in so that they didn't spend more of their profit than they wanted to. Hear, hear, what, hear what I'm saying. They put a salary cap in place so that they did not spend more of their profit than they needed to. You don't believe me. I got it. Okay, it's cool. Let's, let's run it back. NFL teams, NFL teams, the, 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 the lowest valued, the, the league's worst valued team is the Cincinnati Bengals. Probably won't be for much longer. But right now, the league's worst valued team is the Cincinnati Bengals. They are worth $2.84 billion. Stop. They are worth $2.84 billion. That means when the ownership group for the Cincinnati Bengals decides that they want to sell the Bengals, it's worth $2.84. They're going to get twice that much because everybody wants to own a team. And so because everybody wants to own a team, you have to pay more for it. It's just like the housing market. A house that costs $250,000 right now, that's valued at $250,000 right now, is going for $400,000. That extra $150,000 is profit to the owner of the house. Why? Because that's how that's what the market dictates. Because if I put that house on the if I put that house on the market, for $250,000, I am going to have so many people, I'm going to have so many people want to get that house that they'll just start bidding over the price. I don't even have to raise it. They'll start bidding over the price because they know they have competition coming from everywhere. So as the house owner, I just have to sit back and see who comes out with the highest price. I don't actually have to change the price at all. When I say $250,000 and they come in with a 300 and then I tell everyone, well, this pe these people just came in with 300 and now they go, okay, well, I'll give you 325. Am I supposed to just settle? Oh, no, no, no. They said 300 first, so I'm going to give it to them. No, this is capitalism. So a $2.84 billion business, that's $2.84. Whenever they decide to sell it, it's probably going to be around four. That is an extra $1.2 billion more than what it's worth.
each NFL team every year makes approximately $321 million. Each NFL team makes an average of $321 million per year. $321 million a year off the TV deal that they signed, right? CBS, Fox, NBC, ESPN, ABC, Amazon, $321 million just off the TV deals, not off the endorsements, not off the merch, not off ticket sales. The average, excuse me, not the average, but the salary cap in the NFL is $182.5 million. So these teams, who the lowest one is worth $2.8 billion, only have to spend $182.5 million of the $321 million that they make a year on the players. So even if they max out, even if they max out, that is still 140 plus million a year of profit just off the TV market, just off the TV deal. Again, we haven't even talked about tickets. We haven't even talked about merch. We haven't even talked about endorsements from other companies. We haven't even talked about that. Why are y'all watching the pockets of the players? Why are y'all mad that a player wants $3 million more? $4 million more? $5 million more? That's a drop in the bucket. I hear people talking about these running backs don't deserve this. These blah, blah, blah don't deserve that. Why? We're seeing right now in the playoffs, the teams that have guys who could tote that bit, they killing it. You can't tote that hole, guess what, you home. Is Christian McCaffrey not worth the money he's getting? He's been injured for two to three straight years. Right now, he is one of the engines that is making that San Francisco 49ers team go. He's one of the engines that are making you guys fall in love with Brock Purdy. Is he not worth that money? Saquon Barkley just carried the ball 300 plus times in the season. Was a top five, was a top five back in the league. Without, without a legitimate passing game without a passing game that put fear in the hearts of anybody. Without a passing game, this man put up those types of numbers. Without a legitimate, without a legitimate passing game that, that defenses had to go into and say, hey, if we sell out on Barkley, they could kill us over the top. They got all of these weapons. Without any of that stuff, he ate. He ate. And now, and now we want to quibble over 
four million dollars a year. Well, you know, if he wants sixteen million dollars a year, he might have to move on. Why? Why? Well, you know, the salary cap, they're just not going to have a lot of money. That's their fault. That's their doing. Let them clean that up. Nobody told them to have players that they have making money that they had. They chose to sign those contracts. They they chose to give those contracts. And the 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 the, the way they work is so fickle that they don't even guarantee the money. So you don't want these players who are putting their, their health, their safety, their lives on the line to entertain you, to hopefully bring your market a championship. You don't want them to get money. You don't want them to make as much money as they possibly can. This isn't like our job, right? Because every job has a retirement. This isn't like our job where I teach. So if I'm no longer able to teach at this school, then I can just go and teach at that school and I can do that for the next 30 years. For many of these people, when they come to a contract, that is going to a second contract, that is going to be their last contract. That is their opportunity to get the most money to change their life and the lives of their family to come and you want them to, to, to take a hometown discount? You want them to, to work with the organization? That same organization that will cut you, hold, your, hold you hostage, dry up the market on you so you can't make money and then try to lowball you? That same organization. We saw, we saw what they did. We've seen it year after year, these teams and how they operate. And, and you let them get away with calling it business. And then when the player holds out, when the player won't sign, when the player won't renegotiate, when the player won't, 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 won't do what the organization wants them to do, you guys make it personal. This is the NFL versus Player Inc. versus Player um Player LLC. They are their own business. Why would you not root for the independent business? It's like rooting for Walmart over rooting for the mom and pop store. Man, I ain't going to that mom and pop store because their stuff costs 10, 15 cents more than what it costs at Walmart. I'm going to go and get my groceries from Walmart. I'm not going to go to the, the farmer's market because Walmart has cheaper tomatoes than the farmer's market does. And by cheaper, I mean... 10 cents, 15 cents, 25 cents cheaper. Why are you cheering for the organization? Why are you allowing the organization to lowball these players by, by, by attacking the players 
for wanting the money that they deserve. Hey, I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. This is actually this is actually a secret. I think I think a guy like a guy like um Daniel Jones should go in there and ask for the world. He should go in there and ask for 50 million. And if the Giants want to give it to him, more power to them. Right? Because I want Daniel Jones to get as much money as he possibly can because he only has a handful of years to be able to maximize his potential. And there's no guarantee that next year is going to be good. If we're being honest, there's no guarantee. Yeah, yeah, you know, Giants fans are really excited about the future. I'm excited about the future for them, but there's no guarantees. How many times have we seen teams who make a make a meteoric rise the next year fall right back off? How many times have we seen quarterbacks who have a decent year regress the next year? Regress to what they've been. We see it all the time. We're seeing it with Josh Allen right now. To a certain extent, we see it with that with that Prescott with all these interceptions, right? We see it with all the interceptions with Josh Allen. Neither one of them playing well in the playoffs. We see it. So you got to maximize when you can. Now, if you're asking me, do I think that I would have Daniel Jones as my starting quarterback? Eh, I don't know about that. Do I think that they shouldn't pay him? Do I think he shouldn't ask for money? He shouldn't demand money? Of course he shouldn't demand money. It's the Daniel Jones Corporation. It's the Saquon Barkley Corporation. Give them all the money. They have it. It's two things if I was the players. We would just go, you know what? We're not, we're not working anymore. I would just, you're not, if you're not guaranteeing contracts, if you're not guaranteeing contracts, and if you're not, and if you're not significantly raising the salary cap and putting the salary floor at 95%, then, then we're not talking. Okay, you guys make $321 million a year. 250 of it should be should be coming to us. 250 of it, that's just the TV money. All the rest of your money is still secure. Why do I care that you paid that coach all that money? Ain't got nothing to do with me. We got to stop cheering for the people with all the money. That it's impossible for them to go broke. It's impossible. If they don't have any money right now, they could go and get loans in the in the in the millions upon millions to leverage. If things became destitute, they just sell their they sell their team and they instantly become billionaires again. Liquid billionaires. Money. 
cash. Why are we rooting and helping to 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 get them and their and their ideas and their and their order? Why are we still working for them as fans? Let's work for these players. They deserve it. They need it. They're the ones that make you cheer on Sundays. Not the owners. Not that logo. Figure it out, people. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree. But whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Like, subscribe. Shout out to my Facebook fam. Shout out to the Twitter gang. Always appreciate all that love and support. Till next time. Peace.